The following podcast contains potentially massive spoilers for the movie referenced in the episode title. If you have not yet seen this movie and wish to be surprised when you do, consider yourself warned and turn back now. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Schlock Till You Drop. It was inevitable. We knew it was going to happen when we first decided to do this podcast, and now it has happened. We are finally covering a trauma picture. Finally. And one of the greatest trauma pictures, really. <laughs> the first, actually. Yes. The first, the, the thing that launched trauma's storied career. A movie that really needs no introduction, but we're going to have to give it one anyway. <laughs> right. What happens when a schmuck of a health club janitor gets thrown into a vat of toxic waste? Well, naturally, he becomes the Toxic Avenger. That's right, the classic, the, the, the only trauma movie to my memory that actually spawned sequels. We're tackling Toxic Avenger. No, there was the... Uh... The high school um, nuke, nuke yeah, 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 yeah. Class nuke. It didn't spawn as many as Toxic. Not Avengers as many. Did, no, so it did we'll, have we'll, sequels. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It anyway, a, it's like a four movie. I remember. Three. I remember Toxic Avenger. I don't remember the movie. You know, what I remember from Toxic. I remember the cartoon. The cartoon. Yeah. And I remember the comic books yeah. and the toys and yeah. all that. Wasn't Toxic Avenger the toy in? Uh... It was a, the toys were Toxic Crusader no, 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 line. The Toxic, well, wasn't that the toy that was in uh, Lombardo's? Yeah, White Doomsday. Yeah, yeah, Doomsday. yeah he that had a a, he had a toxic uh, okay. he had a toxy toy. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, trying yeah. to remember that. Yeah. But um, yeah, it it uh... yeah, I'm going to have to stop myself in fact from calling this a Toxic Crusader because that is like pop culturally is the most foremost in my mind mm. is that toy line in the cartoon, mm. which I probably only lasted a year. You were right. Yeah, but, but yeah, but yeah, it was big. We were talking about that during the movie, about you know that just being a hot era for everything mutant. Yeah, because you had this, and you had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and you had uh, Swamp Thing, Swamp Thing, Swamp that Thing, right. all right in there started to to gain that crest and popularity. And it is definitely, I mean, it, whatever we think of this movie, we can't deny the fact that it did have a cultural impact. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I mean, it started a phenomenon. That didn't burn out till the mid '90s, almost. Yeah, which burn is out. It didn't burn out. It's just smoldering. <laughs> <laughs> it's waiting to flare back up. Give it time. Right. Yeah, it's waiting for one good, like <laughs> yeah. weird mutant Something's movie thing to come along. Yeah. Flare back. The up, story here is basically just like I, I outlined it in the intro. It is a schmuck who is the janitor at a. Health club, the Tromaville Health Club, gets picked on and ends up being thrown into a vat of toxic waste, and he mutates into this. What did they call it? The mop monster. The monster. They it just, just called it the, yes, monster. the monster. Yeah, yeah the monster I think that some of the newspaper yeah. headlines they show are mop monster because he would like rub a mop in people's faces after he killed them. Yeah, that was his shtick. He liked using the mop. Mm-hmm. Uh, along the way, he he gets himself a blind girlfriend. Yeah, I can understand that one. I mean, of the of the people to find in this decrepit of a town, the fact that he found one 
the blind, the one one of the few blind people there, and two, the hot blind chick there, the hot so, sweet blind chick. Yeah, she was actually probably the sweetest character in the whole movie. Which which brings me to the crux of this movie, you know, because this movie is full of violence and and strangeness and, and TNA. But yeah. I was because it's a trauma movie. I was surprised <laughs> at how very cerebral this movie was. No, I can't keep that up. No, it's I'll, ridiculous. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm kind of looking at you like you're going to have to explain that yeah, one. This movie's ridiculous. It is it, the most ridiculous thing we've seen. But yeah. it actually, in a good way. We've oh, seen yeah. some ridiculous stuff that is just, oh, come on, really? With this, and I think a lot of it, I mentioned it near the beginning, there are certain things you know you're going to get if you're watching a trauma movie. <laughs> yeah. Like TNA and violence. It's and gore. Discussing. Gore yeah. and, and plot lines that make no coherent sense. And, and Awful just, acting. Yeah. yeah. The whole... Nazis. <laughs> Nazis. The whole run. I mean, you Sometimes know they're going to get Nazis. it. Something happening in a restaurant that shouldn't happen in a restaurant. That seems to happen in every trauma movie. Mm. Most of them, yeah. yeah. Almost every one. Something that. happens yeah. in a restaurant you shouldn't. That just shouldn't happen. Restaurant sets must be cheap. They must be. They must be. Or they just catch them right when their business. And is it's it, well, yeah. I mean, so many restaurants close. You can yeah. probably get one cheap. Yeah. And yeah. I think yeah. the fact that we went into this knowing what trauma became after this movie and and the type of things they put out. Like, you know, Class of Newcomb High, Tromeo and Juliet. Right, yeah. Uh, Nazis must Surf die. Nazis yeah. must die. You kind of expect a certain thing from trauma. Lloyd Cop- musical. Yeah. Lloyd Kaufman had a very specific vision for what he wanted trauma pictures to be. And he didn't give a damn. He just did it. Oh, that's that's mad props to him on that. He, he's, he's, yeah. he stuck to what he wanted. He wanted pretty much make schlocky movies yeah and he stuck with it he didn't he didn't let anything change that yeah so i'm not even going to do too much i mean this story you could tear this story apart i mean i could yeah I'm, well yes obviously but, it's a, so any we're, trauma we're movie, not though. tearing it apart so i just put I, all this stuff I, to I, the I, side I, okay well you, you can you can yeah, yeah you go ahead and go ahead and no, do it but no, no, but I'm the sorry. one thing that i'm going to say is trauma <sighs> If you read a Joe Lansdale story, right, it yeah. doesn't matter what genre it is. It doesn't matter anything. You're just reading a Joe Lansdale story. Right. Yeah, just for the voice. Right? Yeah. You want the voice. And with trauma it. pictures, you're not watching it because it's going to be a good story. You're not watching it because of anything else. You're watching it because you enjoy Lloyd Kaufman's voice. Right. And that is exactly what we got here. Yeah, this Aww. is a drive-in movie. He just took movie. the winds right out of my sails. Only one. You know, this is, a, <laughs> this, this is a midnight dollar drive-in. Yeah, well, and that's where the movie, I mean, we were trying to figure out what year this movie came out, and it kept bouncing between 84 and 86. Right. Mm-hmm. It actually was first released in 1984 and was a failure. And then it hit a midnight run at Bleecker Street right. Cinemas in New York and became quite successful. This that would have been in '85, where it started to gain steam, and then when it came out on a home video, it gained even more steam. Yeah, this is a cult classic. Yeah, and that so that's that is a testament to Lloyd Kaufman's vision. Yeah, I mean, to your point, Mario, this movie is not good. No, by by no definition of good. I am not <laughs> looking into this movie for any type of artistic piece no. or classics. No, you're not going to find it. Not, not. There is nothing in this movie that will make me go I will, I should show this to my mom and explain to her how this is why this is a good themology. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I kind of yeah, yeah. want to be a fly on the wall if you show this movie to your mom. <laughs> that could be interesting. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just no. make sure there aren't any frying pans nearby. You'll be no. Good to go. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. No. I'm 
just saying this is this is one of those movies this is a movie that was showed to like 13 oh yeah this is a 13 year old movie yeah, this is a <laughs> movie. This is, you want to have fun sit back let's just watch this <laughs> Unquestionably, or this is you a, know, this is a, a good movie for a twelve pack, or yeah. or travel to green a little bit. Yeah, oh, definitely. Or a movie to watch when a couple friends making a podcast, not sure what to watch, so well, I would just watch this. <laughs> and make yeah, hey, what can we get that's easy? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, acting. There are no acting? actors. There are no actors of note in this movie. Let's go ahead and start Marissa there. Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei <laughs> is an extra coming out of a a, a shower in this movie, um, which I didn't even realize. Until I was kind of flipping through IMDb, I was actually looking for soundtrack stuff because at one point a song starts playing and we're all like, "Is that Sticks? It's, it's like, not Sticks." Oh, like, <laughs> but they might as well be a Sticks cover band. Also, Freddie Mercury is in this movie. <laughs> Freddie Mercury and, is not in this Sonny movie. Sonny Bono was just in this. Movie. They are not, not in this movie. movie, but by God, those actors look dead like them. <laughs> oh, so and uh, yeah, and as far as line delivery. It's a cringe fest. Oh. Let's, let's be let's, real. Let's go with that. You know what? I'm going to go back to that acting. That acting was awesome for some people. That one guy who was always stressed out, he did his job <laughs> perfectly. Christ. He was just constantly, I'm stressed. <laughs> this movie is a prime. If, if you are trying to teach actors. How not to act. <laughs> what overacting and melodrama really is. Show them this because yeah. they overact the oh, hell out of yeah. every line. The, the melodrama uh, is on prime display. It is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. By by far, I mean, this movie has a Nazi police chief. Ah, it has a that, German that, he's scientist. The one, he's I mean, the one person that he did that should have overacted. That he didn't. Yeah, he. That is true. He dialed it too far back. Strangely, it, you would what? think that in a trauma picture, yeah. when you have a Nazi police chief. That would be a very over the top character, and he played it subtle, he which made no subtle. sense. Yeah, he he should have been like when he was doing. Yeah, he's been pounding on the when, table. Yeah, when he was doing yeah. speech, he should have been pounding on the table. He should have been like, "Been stuck in and we go kill the monster and dying, and we just be yeah, going yeah, crazy." Yeah, yeah. And that I would have bought it. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely <laughs> <would've> been better. <laughs> just too subtle. Bring it up. Yeah, mm. which is strange to say about this movie is something that's too subtle. So that was too subtle. Then there was the there's the women. Uh, we'll, we'll start with the 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 women who dies. We'll start with the one chick who like I was like she should have tripped. Why she tripped? The one that got chased through the halls. Oh yeah, oh yeah, the yeah. Uh, the, the villainesses. One of the villainesses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the the one. Not the one. Not the hot pants. God, I can't even remember the no. character name. No, I don't know the character. I couldn't tell you the character. I know names. Melvin yeah. was the Toxic Avenger, yeah, and Sarah was his girlfriend, and, and that's face was the black guy. <laughs> one of them, <laughs> the, yeah, got well, yeah. punched. Everyone got nut punched, but uh, there's no, a lot well, of nut let, Let's be real. Cigarface did not get nut punched. He got nut speed bagged. That's true. <laughs> it, that, that was hilarious. That was that was pretty awesome. Oh, we're back. Oh, we're back. Okay, it is something. All right, sorry, we had a little technical glitch there. Yeah, so you're gonna, we're going to have some kind of weird cut here in the middle of the podcast. Just kind of bear with us, all, yeah. all four or five of you. So yeah. what we were saying, when the alien bent over the... <laughs> wait. Which show? Oh, back to Toxic Avengers. Sorry. Anyway. So, I always wanted a cornhole blind woman. <laughs> that is a very specific thing to want to do. I know, right? I mean, they won't ever see it coming. Yeah. That, right. <laughs> All right. Anyway, this, what we had been discussing, I think where this locked up, and I won't know for sure until I go through to actually do the edits. But uh, we were discussing the scene where the blonde villainous is running down the hallways and uh ah uh, yes the ah uh, ah uh, murder yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah the one lasted too long 
Yes, the it, the scene went on much too long, and it just it it wasn't. It was a letdown. She got stuck. Yeah. She died by being stabbed. The other the other psycho chick that gave me the word bonus, she died by hot pants. Yeah, by getting put on hot rocks. Yeah. Then one guy was just kind of flung out of the car. One guy got flung out of the car, which technically wouldn't kill him. Was, he didn't look like he was dead. No, he didn't look like he was dead. But uh, we're supposed to assume he died, I suppose. Yeah. And then the other guy, yeah, got died in a car fire. He got in a car. I mean, he's, yeah. He died. Yeah. Toxie walked away, but he died. Because right. Hold on one second. Superhero. Let me fix one more little thing going on here. One all right, the joys of technical difficulties. And so I always wanted a cornhole blind chick. <laughs> We're going to redo that joke again? Uh, that, that joke. I just want to make sure it's in there. Oh, it's in there. <laughs> Fine. Like, like, like in the blind chick. <laughs> in there like it's in there. No. Oh, my God. You got to watch the movie, guys. I'm really not evil. <laughs> anyway, so, but yeah, uh, acting was non-existent. So yeah. we'll wrap that yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Let's done. go into direction and cinematography. Greek, then? Oh, oh! <laughs> All right, direction and cinematography. <laughs> uh, the direction I think in this movie was very simple. You guys are making a silly movie. Just have fun. There was a yeah. director. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they didn't move the camera around too much. It was all pretty much just straight on shots, static wide yeah, shots wide with shots, occasional yeah. close ups. Mm-hmm. Um, about the only real nod for cinematography we got was. They keep Toxie's face hidden. Ninety percent of the movie, or about seventy-five percent of the movie. After he's after he yeah, turns, change, they yeah. they keep his face hidden for a while, and then finally they reveal it. Mm-hmm. Um, we mentioned the Friday the Thirteenth connection. Looks a lot like Jason. A lot, yeah. I don't know if with it's the drooped eye and the yeah. I don't know if it's the tail wagging the dog there. Yeah, I can't remember. This is eighty-four, and they made it. Had we? Yeah, yeah, we'd seen Jason's face. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah. Yeah, because so, we'd be yeah, on part yeah, four, four by that then, point. Yeah. You're right. So, yeah. So, it's maybe intentional. It, it could be. It there, could be. There's a lot of almost pop culture style throwback things, like almost a Clockwork Orange scene. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a few things in there that seem like nods to, to other works, yeah. but nothing that comes out that I would even call an actual homage. Yeah. Um, the, hmm. And... Uh, Let's talk about the audio in this part, too. <laughs> oh, the overdubs. Oh, so bad. They are so Holy bad. Holy crap. Anytime Toxic speaks. <laughs> anytime Toxic Avenger speaks, it's overdubbed. I'm assuming it was impossible to talk through those prosthetics. It must have been. No, it's, it's, it's very just, Hercules in New York. Yeah. Uh, no, it had to be. That had to be intentional. It had to be the... Well, that's what I'm saying. I think they may have tried and he couldn't really talk well through the prosthetics. So they're like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just overdub this and make it real I don't even think that's the same guy. I think that guy's a completely different voice actor. That that could be the case, too. I I mean, once again, we just didn't do any research because we never did. Not anymore. We didn't when we started. Yeah, that's true. We We just kind of said, screw it. We're just going to talk extemporaneously about this. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, So, yeah, direction, set design, all of that. Very common mid-80s B-movie. Yeah. Yeah. like I said, for for actual direction, I think it was just, hey, you read the script. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that was kind of how the direction went. Um, uh, but one of the places where this movie really shines, gore effects. Yeah, the visual effects are great. Everything's practical because in this era there was no CGI. Mm-hmm. Right. So that is actual fake blood that's being pumped around. Yeah, and- blood bladders. Uh, barbecue, barbecue sauce, on yeah, barbecue sauce, sauce on the dog. <laughs> a uh, pork barbecue on the dog. Yeah, 
I mean, um, oh, that was a one scene that I saw. Rubber prosthetics. I watched it. I looked over at John, the dog guy. John's just got this look on his face, like, oh. <laughs> oh yeah, he he looks on my face, like, oh, are you about to cry? I'm like, no, could they have made that look any more fake? <laughs> I mean, it's, there was a lot of going to the butcher shop and buying, like, animal entrails, like, yeah, pig and, entrails. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like and, and raw hamburger. Yeah. And, yeah, oh, God, yeah. All it's, the stuff that you want. Yeah, it, it is. And that's that's the thing. It, it's. It's showing what you can do for effects on zero budget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and too many directors in today's day and age have kind of forgotten that lost art. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of it is the studios don't have faith in audiences anymore. And then the fact that we, you know, they want to see yeah. that sort of thing, especially in horror movies, because horror movies these days, I mean, are, are all, it's all CGI blood and CGI gore. And a lot of it is. And there's a, a big push now, too, though, towards quiet horror. Yeah, on you know, on screen. That's true, and so no, you don't get you. the kind of. I mean, and that's not to take away from it. I've seen some quiet mm-hmm. horror stuff that is actually really well done, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. It, there's just something about that visceral reaction to blood splatter, and heads being crushed by tar by car tires, and yeah, and weights dropped on someone's head, and then you cut to like half a head twitching and flopping. <laughs> There's just something to that for me. And maybe that just means I'm a mentally disturbed individual. A little bit. Uh, but, you know, that's the, that's, the, that's the kind of shit I grew up watching. Yeah, those are my favorite things. When I, wanna, when I watch horror movies, I want to either be scared, which is really hard for people to do anymore. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to scare me with a movie anymore. Or, I will say, going back, quiet horror does tend to create that more unnerving feeling in me more than most other types of horror. But that's because I think I've ex- been exposed to so many other yeah. types of horror, I've kind of become numb to it. Uh, the, it's quiet horror just gets so heady that I don't really care for yeah, it Yeah, there's, there's definitely a balance yeah. you have to play with when and it comes to that. They, you know, they're so full. The directors that make it so full themselves. I can't... Uh, mm. Anyway, no, that's beside the point. We're not talking about <laughs> Give me guts and gore and blood and, and splatter and that all day long. And when I think man. of a horror movie, I think of blood and guts and TNA and I think of this stuff that, yeah, that, that is found in trauma pictures. That's mm-hmm. that's why I think trauma has that soft spot in my heart mm. where I'm willing to forgive a lot of it because it is what I stereotype as a horror movie, well, yeah, just I mean, because that's... of the era I grew up in. I mean, this movie came out, you know, on home video just as I was getting into watching horror movies on home video. Oh, right. So. Well, and I mean, you know, look at Dead Alive. That's. Yeah. And you can compare Dead Alive to Trauma in a lot of ways. And, you know, that sort of thing to me is a good horror movie. You know, it's what I want out of horror. It's Absolutely. just the ridiculous, the, the bloody, the, you know, the gory. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's hard to scare, you know, it's hard to scare someone with a movie. Well, and we've made the comparison before. Horror movies are a lot like porn, where your money shot is that kill, is right. that blood and gut splattering across the screen in the set. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's your money shot, and that's what you're watching for. So, at least for some of us. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, and look, I'm not shitting on, you know, a Quiet Place and things like that. Those yeah. are they're, they're fine movies. Oh, yeah. I they're mean, just the, not scary. <laughs> no. And these are these movies are not so much about trying to scare you, 
as just to take you on a bloody romp. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and to have fun. And trauma in that aspect, I have to say Lloyd Kaufman has succeeded beyond his wildest imagination. Uh, Sam Raimi movies, uh, same thing. Mm-hmm. These are directors that went into the movie knowing this is not really... This The only purpose this serves is to entertain. Right. Wes Craven was also that way after the first couple of yeah. his Nightmare movies. You yeah. Know? Because, I mean, he was genuinely, genuinely making scary movies earlier. Yeah, I mean, even the first Nightmare on Elm Street is scary. Mm-hmm. And what was the uh, what was the Intruder movie? The first one he did uh, was it Last House on the Left or something? Yeah, like Last it? House was one of his first yeah, yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was great. Yeah, I mean that, and yeah that that was a very rooted in the real world horror mm-hmm. that was just terrible. I mean, what was the tagline? Just keep repeating. It's only a movie. It's only a movie. Right, mm-hmm. right, 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 right. You know, and but. It, it's all from the same school. These yeah. are directors that went in knowing that they were trying to entertain someone. And Lloyd Kaufman with the trauma movies and Toxic Avenger went in with the intent of entertaining people. He also obviously went in with the intent of trying to shock people. Because mm-hmm. a lot, you look at this and a lot of the choices he makes and a lot of the things that he puts in the movies are pure shock value. Right. To his credit, for ni- mid-1980s, they were shocking. Yeah. For 2019, they're not that shocking. No, right. it's true. And also, going into this, if you're a millennial or someone younger, it's going to be hard to watch. There's a lot of... A lot of pieces of yeah, it are, yeah. A lot of political incorrectness that are... A lot of insensitivity. <laughs> yeah. That, you know, we're a little jaded against because we... Uh, grew up Because we it. grow with it, right? Yeah. But um, just keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, oh, you're talking about the car scene, aren't you? Well, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of trans, like a, almost the trans, trans ninja. Yeah. The trans, yeah, the trans ninja, and then you've got the the gay guys in the in the health club, and then the yeah. gay hairdressers, the and, yeah. and there's a lot of stuff like that that they're all very caricaturist. Yeah, people yeah. get people would get really offended if that came out today. Again, mid '80s, nobody cared. It was right. played for laughs and. Whether you still find it funny or not is really irrelevant. Uh, so it, it is a, a work of its time. So yes. keep that in mind when you're watching it. Very much a product of its time. Uh, let's go ahead and go into final thoughts then. Well, you can't remake this. I mean, you can remake it, but why? 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 <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't think any trauma picture would be eligible for a remake unfortunately no (laughs) they are again it all comes back to lloyd kaufman it is a very specific vision from him Mm -hmm. and i don't think anyone else would be able to capture that yeah now as as proven by later intellectual properties you can take this premise and do something with it but it will not be toxic Toxic yeah agreed agreed i mean the toxic and the toxic crusaders were not the Toxic Avenger. No. no. It was a very sanitized version of... Well, of, it was a Saturday morning cartoon. Exactly. It had to be yeah. sanitized from what from what Troma originally released. Um, so, I mean, like you can take the IP and do something with it, but you just can't make this movie again. No, absolutely not. No. All right. I think that's going to wrap it up then. Uh, we've pretty much said everything we've had to say on it yeah, between uh, this and technical difficulties it's going to be kind of a weird episode guys we're sorry uh, it's not necessarily going to be a weird episode it means i'm going to have a headache by the time i'm done editing mm. uh, <laughs> but anyway 
uh, trying to get back into it. And we figured, you know, we, we did a couple of serious things. You know, we did Warlock last time. Right. And let's go back to this. Like, like we said at the beginning, this was one of the reasons we made this podcast mm-hmm. was for movies exactly like this one. Um, for our next one, I think we are going... <laughs> we are going to attempt... Oh, no. Don't say that. Don't say it, John. Don't. We are going to no, attempt... No. ...to deal with the worst movie that Mario and I have ever seen. Critters 2. No. No, oh, come I on. I like Critters 2. I know, right? That's why We're going to attempt to cover Don't Fuck in the Woods. Oh. I am going to go ahead and say this right up front... None of us are sure we will make it all the way through that movie. <sighs> we will give it a brief mention if we try and fail. <laughs> and watch Critters 2. <laughs> and either watch Critters 2 or Intruder. Or, you know, we got a few things that are sitting on the list that, that are that are coming up. I really want to do Hercules in New York. I think that would be awesome. You know what we got? That, uh, thought, I just thought of while we were talking about this. Hmm. Feast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad one. No, that's a good one. Yeah. Anyway, those are for future episodes. This was all Toxic Avenger. Bridget Jones' diary. That movie's terrifying. <laughs> All three of us, I think, didn't love this movie. Rest your diaries. But we also didn't hate this movie. That was a TV movie. series. We also didn't okay. hate this movie. Uh, but it did have David Duchovny. So okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're sorry. John, you're trying to do a podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah, trying to do an outro here. Not not, not dump our list on the air yet. <laughs> no, I'm not dumping our anyway, list. Anyway, I think all three of us would agree. We didn't love this movie, but we no. also didn't hate this movie. Next Files movie. Jesus Christ, let me get this outro done. (laughs) We didn't love this movie. We didn't hate this movie. This podcast is done. We'll see you next time. Have fun. Bye. (laughs)